Welcome back to Resonant Frequencies. All right, starting things off in space. So the Space Launch System, or SLS, is an American super heavy lift expendable launch vehicle under development by NASA since 2011. On Friday, NASA announced that the third wet dress rehearsal of the Artemis One cabin and launch vehicle had experienced a propellant problem, setting back the timeline another week for the moonbound rocket. The mission which is an uncrewed Orion capsule atop the SLS rocket, intended for a quick trip around the moon before humans launch aboard Artemis II, has seen a series of stumbles in its wet dress rehearsal phase. The SLS is intended to become the successor to the retired space shuttle and the primary launch vehicle of NASA's deep space exploration plans through the 2020s. The first launch was originally mandated by Congress for December 2016, but has been delayed at least 16 times, adding more than five years to the original six-year schedule. For fiscal years 2011 through 2021, the SLS program has expended funding totaling $21.2 billion. On top of this, the cost to assemble, integrate, prepare, and launch the SLS and its payloads are funded separately under the Exploration Ground Systems, currently valued at $600 million per year and anticipated to stay there through at least the first four launches of SLS. Moving things on to world news. So this this story is actually a little bit older, but I still think it's important. So February of last year, a Russian gas tanker made history by navigating the icy waters of the northern sea route in midwinter. The pioneering voyage from Jiangsu in China to a remote Arctic port in Siberia was touted as the start of a new era that could reshape global shipping routes. Uh, It was cutting travel times between Europe and Asia by more than a third. Shrinking polar ice has allowed the shipping traffic in the Arctic to rise 25% between 2013 and 2019, and the growth is expected to continue. But Arctic shipping is not only made possible by the climate crisis, it is adding to it as well. More ships mean a rise in exhaust fumes, which is accelerating ice melt in the sensitive region due to a complex phenomenon involving black carbon, which is an air pollutant formed by the incomplete combustion of fuel. When black carbon or soot lands on snow and ice, it dramatically speeds up the melting. Dark snow and ice, by absorbing more energy, melts for faster than heat, reflecting white snow, creating a vicious circle of faster warming, Environmentalists warn that the Arctic, which is warming four times faster than the global average, has seen an 85% rise in black carbon from ships between 2015 and 2019. This is due mainly because of the increase in oil tankers and bulk carriers. Another world story that I came across was Canada was warned in 2012 uh, by its own scientists that a virus was infecting both farmed and wild salmon. But the government ignored the expert advice, saying for years that it risks the salmon were low. The Piscine Authoriovirus, or PRV, is highly contagious and causes anemia and jaundice in farmed salmon. But in the wild Chinook, whose numbers have collapsed in recent years, the virus is associated with a different disease which causes blood cells to rupture, leading to kidney and liver damage. University of British Columbia confirmed that the closer wild Chinook are to these farms, the higher likelihood they'll be infected by the virus. Justin Trudeau plans to close out most of the open sea farms by 2025. 
All right, moving on to U.S. news. So a federal judge on Thursday ordered the man charged with last week's mass shooting in the New York subway to remain in custody and undergo a psychiatric exam as he awaits trial for injuring 30 people by setting off smoke bombs and spraying the inside of a subway car with gunfire. Uh, This was on Tuesday during the morning's rush hour commute in Brooklyn. Frank James, who's 62, made his initial court appearance a day after his arrest in Lower Manhattan and was formally presented with a criminal complaint charging him with a single count of committing a terrorist or other violent attack against a mass transportation system um, that is a felony and carries a maximum sentence of life in prison. Alright, so a change in plans to the Elon Twitter story, as you may have heard. Elon declined to join the board of Twitter, and instead on Thursday offered to buy the company at $54.20 a share in cash, which would give the company around a $43 billion valuation. Elon never missing a chance to put 420 in something. Uh, He cited that the changes that need to be made at Twitter are only possible under private ownership. Shortly after the announcement, Vanguard Funds increased its holding in Twitter to 10.3%. It is now the largest shareholder of the company. The Vanguard Group is an American registered investment advisor based in Malvern, Pennsylvania, and they control about $7 trillion in global assets. As it stands right now, no decision has been made on Elon's offer. Um, We'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. All right, in local news, so the 6th Annual Tattoo Expo was held at the Von Braun Civic Center this past weekend. They had over 150 event artists, and they also had live music, food, and a tattoo competition. All right, so for this week's weather, it looks like it's going to be fairly dry with the temperature slowly creeping up throughout the week. We're going to be starting off around the mid-60s and later on getting up into the 80s. All right, so the crypto story for the week. So Ethereum shift from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake will not happen in June. Uh, in a tweet, Ethereum's core developer Tim Baiko, or Baiko confirmed that the long-awaited Ethereum merge will come later than expected. He said, it won't be June, but likely in the few months after. There's no firm date yet, but we're definitely in the final chapter of proof-of-work on Ethereum. Uh, the setback is not surprising, given that the merge has constantly been delayed ever since it was first proposed. Um, a lot of people might be bummed out about that, especially people trying to get uh, graphics cards for MSRP. But personally, I'm excited that I'm going to get a few more months out of my rigs. All right, and at the time of writing this, Bitcoin's coming in at 39.8. All right, so for the positive story of the week, um, an app called Supernova is the first and only social network donating profits from advertising to incredible causes and charities. Um, like other so- social networks, Supernova is a place to like, follow, scroll, post, and share. Each like that you get sends a little bit more money to your cause of choice. Um, and each like that you give does the same for someone else. When a post really makes your day, say thanks with a Supernova. Those are worth 10 standard likes. Supernovas become available to you the more you use the app, and you'll know when you can use one when the Supernova logo displays and the Karma bar is full. At any time, you can check on how much has been raised, where it's going, and what it's helping to achieve. Go to the globe icon to see the impact the app is making. Supernova plans to donate 60% of all advertising revenue. When Dominic, the creator, was asked, he explained that if Supernova can coax a mere 1% of the social media advertising market away from the big players, 
He'll be handing 600 million pounds to charities every year. And he believes that that 1% is incredibly attainable. All right, for this week's interesting facts. So Dwight D. Eisenhower was the first president of all 50 states. Hawaii, the 50th state, entered the union on August 21st, 1959. All right, and one more interesting fact. So currently more than 2.4 million people are held in 1,700 state prisons, over 100 federal prisons, 2,259 juvenile correctional facilities, and 3,283 local jails. So that's a lot of people locked up. I don't know if you ever heard System of a Down prison, but they're trying to build a prison. All right, comedy segment of the week. Um, I tried to teach my kid to count to 10, but he just says 1, 3, 5, 7, 9. He literally can't even. Um, but more importantly, do you guys know why Karen pressed Control Delete? She wanted to see the task manager. All right, so the inspirational quote of the day or. Sad quote of the day, (laughs) a dollar saved is a quarter earned, and that's by Oscar Levant. That is uh, incredibly true in today's age, so I thought that was relevant, uh, because I think they're saying we got 8.5% inflation now, so I don't know, Might, might be a little higher next month, we'll see, we will see, Spotify song of the week is Ghost Rider by RJD2. Fun little bop to uh, get your week started. Um, Appreciate you guys. Thanks for showing up this week. And I will catch y'all next week.